0: Welcome to episode 14 of New Indian Woman podcast, airing first in the second week of March 2020. Come March and there are two things that seem to be the talking point everywhere. First one, of course, is exams. Yes, March is the season of exams. But March is also the season of deadlines for tax-saving investments. If you were in the taxable income group, you were likely to suddenly realize that you need to put money into some kind of tax-saving schemes so that, you guessed it right, you don't end up paying huge tax and the money is kept aside for you safe for a future purpose. Especially in the initial years of our career, this comes as an irritation and mostly unexpected. We resolve to be better prepared for this eventuality next year, but then we get into the same situation again next year. Many a times this forceful kind of savings is likely to be the only savings we end up doing, especially in the initial years. Is it enough? When is the right time to start saving? Should we start investing only when we have enough money to spare? To what extent should we understand these topics to start investing? These are some of the questions we will examine with our guest today. Before we start. Let me tell you one thing. If you are the person who gets put off by the term finance, money, savings, investments, etc. I request you to be patient for a little while. There are tips for all of you, regardless of your earning capacity, your age, your economic status and so on. So hang on there. Today, I am happy to have Rachna Rigo to guide us through the seemingly complex world of personal finance. Rachna is a financial advisor and is director of Right Horizons, a wealth advisory firm. Welcome, Rachna.
1: Thank you, Krishna.
0: Today, as part of this episode, we would like to focus on finance in the context of women. So, somewhere there is this notion that these two words do not go together. For the ordinary woman that we meet in day-to-day lives, most of us, we try to stay away from finance. The listeners of this particular episode also may have some hesitation. In this episode, I want us to focus on finance in a simple form. We are not attempting to be experts here. Let us focus on why today's Indian woman should start thinking about finance if they are not already thinking about it. My queries are more along those lines. So, the first and foremost thing is why finance in the context of women is a separate topic. When I look at newspapers, when I look at any articles, I see that, okay, Uh, investment for women. Somehow I feel investment is required regardless of man woman for everyone investment is required. However, women tend to stay away from it. So I want to first focus on that aspect of why women are staying away. There is some amount of fear factor around finance. So how can we look at finance without that fear factor? That would be the objective of this particular episode. And broadly, I would like to talk about two types of women, as in women who are working and earning an income, that is one category, and women who are working but may not be earning an income. So first, if you're looking at the women who are earning an income, what does managing finance mean for this group? What is the scope of managing finance for women who are earning an income? How would you like to clarify that?
1: It's a very nice topic, uh, Krishna. Thanks for bringing. Uh, we all actually been used to that my parents or dad or my husband will take care of a finance. Mm-hmm. But if you see uh, overall, we take care most of the decisions, which is bigger than so-called world finance. Mm-hmm. And when we buy the real estate, any flat or a plot and all, we have a lot of uh, decision making on these. Mm hmm. We do take care. I personally always start my session saying that the best financial person is our mothers, if I look back. Mm -hmm. Because uh, even though they may not have an academic degree, but they were trying to take care of how to save, how to do emergency, how to make sure that we take care. So as you told, it is very clearly uh, comes that our upbringings are changing now. Mm -hmm. That for us, not only the gold and the physical assets, Mm -hmm. We may have to go to the how the investment as I can say liquid assets or the assets which are can be used like in bank, FD or mutual funds kind of things. Also, we should take the investments as a part of it. So normally people I have seen physical assets, girls take care. But like a investments as such, people are scared, thinking that if something goes wrong, they will blame me. So, I must have met more than 5,000 women and that's the answer I received.
0: So, there is a fear about approaching investments itself. Correct. Actually speaking, a man may not be naturally knowing how to invest from the day he starts working, right? So, let us look at a young woman, young unmarried woman who may have just started out in her career. She may have started earning some money and it may seemingly look like she just has enough money to pay for her rent if she's staying away from her parents and to just basically survive so how do they start simple is this notion correct that only if you have lot of disposable money only then you start to save I
1: totally don't uh, agree with this because my views are always because I go to the college also Mm -hmm. uh, to give a teaching and I keep saying investment is not about money. Investment is about discipline. Okay. Even if we can save because the minimum anywhere we can save is 500 rupees.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. My way of uh, speaking to everybody and especially women is even if we go for a one weekend out which is maybe 500 rupees and more. Mm -hmm. and if we don't go one weekend so our lifestyle may not change but the discipline of 500 rupees may take you till 50,000 rupees per month saving also because that's the way you see the value of compounding Mm -hmm. and uh, people have started doing the discipline so I say easy simple way is not the how much money we have how much we can save minimum even 500 rupees if they start saving it will give you the very good money on the longer run. So, start anytime without thinking of that I don't have a money. It's a mindset issue, not a
0: money. And once that mindset is in, then it's a question of lifelong investments. Now, let us uh, come to if that 500 rupees is there, then there is this fear. What should I do? First of all, the fact that there is 500 rupees means that person has a bank account. I'm assuming. Yes. If not, they should yes. have a bank account and put this money in that bank account. So,
1: I'm assuming bank account means
0: they have a PAN and Ha. Huh. So, okay, that's the next step. So, the basic starting point for any financial investment is to have a bank account, PAN and Aadhar. Yes. Okay. After that, the next step is to figure out... Where to put this 500 rupees, whether it is in the bank, into the mutual fund, whatever. So those decisions sometimes are scary. But the first starting point is to have these three things in place. True. Do you think right from day one, they should start using the services of a financial consultant or advisor like you or somebody like that? I will not recommend
1: uh, in the starting time mm-hmm. because uh, I feel first they should try. Uh, that's a way everybody learns that what are the different options and on. Mm-hmm. And wherever they are working, the places now finance teams do help. Mm-hmm. So now the, I think so Google is the best, I can say Wikipedia kind of it. Mm-hmm. So I personally agree that let them start simple thing. Which I feel it's working very well with few women which I am uh, handling and I am speaking with, even though they are not investing through me, they are doing through online, mobile and other things. Mm -hmm. I have just told them that you have one goal, for example, that you wanted to go for a vacation or you wanted to buy some jewelry which is 4 lakh, 5 lakhs or anything which is for you.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And you just invest
0: for that. Okay. So, which means the starting point is to have a goal.
1: For themselves.
0: Right. Okay, so the minimum amount they can spare, they know. That is one thing. We said it is 500 rupees minimum.
1: Correct.
0: On the other end, they should have a goal. And for that goal, start saving. Correct? Perfect. And the next step is, at least if the whole world of mutual fund, etc. is very scary, maybe they should start online putting into a recurring deposit as a first step. Perfect. Why I am saying that is, okay, I do not know mutual fund I really do not know what all to do. Let me find out. In the meanwhile, I will not touch my money. Let it be in my SB account itself. That doesn't work. Perfect. Do you think at the start of one's career, one should have a credit card?
1: It depends on people's habit. Mm -hmm. Because I have been seeing both sides of uh, things like a person who is not having surety how much money i am been mean using my credit card because we don't get statements so often. Mm-hmm. So, if you are systematic on a credit card, you know that ki, I have spent in a month, for example, 20,000. Mm-hmm. And I'll be able to pay in next month because we have to realize it, that credit card, if I don't pay even 1 rupee
0: less, mm-hmm. you are paying 3% interest per month. In, in essence, using a credit card, okay... Without thinking much about it, it's like eating junk food all the time, I would say. Because it it suddenly starts affecting you in a very yes. bad way. Would it be a good practice if somebody is starting to use a credit card? Let them use a the credit card for the benefit that they get the whole month to pay for it. Yes. And have a standing instruction so that... Every month and whatever is due for the credit card, it goes from their account. That's a perfect answer. So that will prevent someone from having to pay interest on the credit card. So we we talked about two things. One is start saving at least a recurring deposit. You have a goal and then you find a friend or Google and find out how to start investing. Till such time, at least you have a recurring deposit and do online transfer to that. Yes. Second point is, if at all you want to use credit card, you do not know whether you will splurge because credit card limit is much more actually and it is like a temptation. Yeah. Make sure you set a standing instruction so that every month's bill gets paid from your SB account. That would be a healthy way of doing things. So I
1: just try to tell you my story story itself is uh, when I got my first salary in 94 Mm -hmm. which was 1800 rupees Mm. and my dad says that irrespective of whatever money you get you 20 percent you save okay so and that I'm doing for last 26 years okay wonderful I still feel that habit is a good we should save 20 percent minimum what net investment we get and then spend it we have a case in our office. Mm-hmm. There was a police case comes behind because of a credit card. He spent more than three times of his salary and he was not able to pay. So I still will say that mm-hmm. credit card is okay with the standing instruction. But sometime standing instruction doesn't go with a limit.
0: Right. I understand. So which means we have to have our own limits yeah. of how much money we will spend and we have to watch it very closely. True. There are two schools of thought, right? Keep aside money for savings. Like you said, the 20% of whatever is a money for savings. Then spend the remaining, option one. Option two is spend whatever you need. Use the balance for savings. What do you suggest is a better option?
1: I can say mostly or 99% people use the second option, mm-hmm. uh, which is not the right option uh, even as per Warren Buffet. Mm-hmm. So Warren Buffet also says that first we should invest. I'm not saying saving. There's a difference between saving and investment. Saving is where we are not getting the interest yet. Mm-hmm. Like how our parents used to, or my mother used to say that, keep it in our house and other things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But invest is where you get the money with an interest.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I will request and I feel uh, we, we should invest If it is not, start with 10%, start with 5%. Okay. But first invest
0: and then spend. So, Which means to arrive at that number of whether it is 5% or 10%, one should do some basic calculation of saying, okay, this is the money I am going to get. This is my monthly expenditure is likely to be so much.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And keep aside some money for emergency. Yes. And then, okay, oh, this much money is what I can invest, right? And arrive at that percentage, okay. You are at the starting point of your career and your salary is going to increase only.
2: Correct. So,
0: this percentage, how you arrive at is very important.
2: Yes.
0: Okay. If we move on to a little further in life, let us assume this uh, woman who has started working a little later, she has got married. Now it becomes a double income family. I wanted to ask this question not only from a financial advisor kind of a role that you play, Rachna, and also from your experience of having interacted with a lot of women. I would like you to give some best practices of how they should manage their finance. The woman has her own account into which her salary comes. The guy has his own account where his salary comes. Correct. Together, they will have to run the house, so the expenses have to be managed. And together, they will start investing in things over a period of time, whether it is buying a car, buying a house or whatever it is, or even just investments in mutual funds or bank or whatever it is. So, from two individuals, from life as two individuals, for all practical purposes, they are coming together as a unit. Correct. So, how should they start doing it? Uh, I am uh, asking this from multiple points because from day one, both of them are not going to feel comfortable to put all their money together because in these days you never know how long the marriage is going to last, etc. So there should be some amount of financial freedom, but there should also be things that they do together because you are not suspecting a divorce from day one, right? So what is the best practice for young women out there? so
1: i'll give you the answer in two different thought processes maybe mm-hmm. i can say gen x when gen y kind mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe i am talking about our age of 35 to 45 years old
2: mm-hmm.
1: with uh, we used to have that as of today when i speak with the women they personally have a combined uh, one account so Even the salaries come separately. Mm -hmm. They will say that what expense of the house they will distribute amongst both of them. Mm -hmm. And they will put the money in a common account which is called investment account
0: only. Okay.
1: So, this practice I think 80% of the working couple are
0: using. Let me just go through that step again. They create a joint account and every month... Whatever money is towards the investment, they put into the joint account, is it? True. And for the expenses? They have, their individual, they have divided. Okay. Another method I have heard also is that they have a joint account, whatever they want for their own expenditure, they keep it like a pocket money kind of a thing. They keep it in their salary account, remaining they transfer into this joint account and from there itself they do all the expenses, investment, everything.
1: Yeah, so it works both the ways. Okay. So because uh, what happens nowadays, there is a lot of audit is required because people are in a higher income. Mm-hmm. So the investment now they started putting separately. Okay. And then an expense. Mm-hmm. So like a uh, uh, most of the time, uh, previously people used to do it. They used to have it a salary account from there only. The investment goes separately. Mm-hmm. And then they will have the combined investment portfolio okay so where both can check so even though example like me because I'm also working for last 25 years
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's like uh, I used to invest from my own account mm-hmm. and actually Anil normally taken care 100% of their expense mm-hmm. so I used to have 100% investment and he's taken 100% expense yes Hmm. So I have been uh, able to do this level, but it depends on people to people. But most of the time whom I have a couples, Mm -hmm. they have done it like this. One person takes care of expense and one person takes care of uh, investment part of it.
0: Okay. So that is maybe you are talking about the age group of like 35 to 45. So I'm talking about when they are newly married, they have just started saving on their own, etc. And now they are together what would be a better way of doing things
1: as you said, it is perfectly fine have a common investment account where they can take an expense also yeah an investment also right but before that we keep telling them have the set goals yes because the trends are going little different nowadays Mm -hmm. the trend is more on an experience side Mm -hmm. than the saving side so what happened their expenditure on like i'll give you an example now I have a few people which I need to think. Mm-hmm. People are saying that Rashna gave me first preference to the vacation,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then retirement. Okay. So now a new generation is going to that. So I keep saying it's good to have a vacation, mm-hmm. good to have an experience because we are young, we can go and go for mountains and other things also.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: make sure that your goals are taken care of because when you're young, you may have a many more small, small. Goals like maybe buying a car, as you said, Mm -hmm. maybe setting up the house, Mm -hmm. going for the vacation, which is a short term kind of it than a long term.
0: Okay. Okay. So which means the financial goals is the starting point. When it comes to financial goals, it becomes very tricky, right? For a lay person like me, for example, if we say that, okay, now I am at this age, I will retire after some 20 years for them to plan it out, okay, at that point of time, how much money do I need on a month-on-month basis? Factoring in inflation, etc., etc., will become very complex. Do you think this is the right time? When I say this, I mean, when they are clear that they have to have some financial goals, is that the right time to involve a financial advisor? You
1: are on dot, uh, Krishna. Actually, uh, the survey says that the people use financial planning only two times or mm-hmm. uh, the audience is when they get married or they when they get the first kid. Okay. Because that's the time they want it uh, becoming a um, little bit more accountable and want to take care of the future and make sure that all the goals are taken care of.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And by the time they have a little bit of comfort to maybe start having investable
0: money also. Right. I would rather engage a financial advisor whom I can trust, who is not associated with a specific bank, because when he is suggesting some particular scheme from that bank, I do not know whether he is looking at his own target or he's, you know, keeping uh, in mind what my goal is. I'm not saying all are like that. But I would request the listeners to maybe talk to their people of their age group, find out about financial advisors talk to your colleagues talk to your neighbors and find out okay how have they taken the decision and you are sure to find somebody whom your friends or neighbors have trusted and they will recommend to you it is like finding a pediatrician you just don't go look at a board and go to a pediatrician you you check you speak to multiple people and say okay can i trust this doctor so i would say financial advisor decision also needs to be taken in the same way do you
1: agree 200% we always try to say that uh, we are like a uh, financial doctors hmm to so just to add it here
2: mm-hmm.
1: i agree that uh, bankers or something even though they are the good people because i've been taking lot of interview and meeting people
2: mm-hmm. but
1: uh, their targets are so high so it become a mis- sale sometimes right you should ask as many questions possible to your advisors. Mm -hmm. Till you are not comfortable, please don't buy. Is it the best product? Also, you leave it if you are not comfortable because you are having the best thing called Google to find it out how the product is that person. If you think even 80% what he's saying is correct, so you have a trust with him.
0: Right. We started with a small 500 rupee saving, not knowing how to invest. Then we have moved on to the next phase in life where we looked at how once we get married, how to look at joint accounts and start investing and then get a financial advisor also help you. Many people may think I will involve a financial advisor. After I am done with buying a house, buying a car, because these look like basic necessities. And increasingly, people are buying a house or investing in a house much, much earlier as compared to our parents' generation. Yeah, Definitely within five years of them starting to work or even five to eight years of them starting to work, they invest in a house. Whether it is house or a vehicle, I am referring to these two because these are high value purchases typically. What should the guidance be? For example, when I speak to youngsters in my family or my friends, children, etc. Their feeling is that, okay, you know, in terms of my earning potential, sky is the limit. So let me go for the best. In terms of loans, you get a lot of 95% also you get as loans. So my EMI is huge, Is okay. Most of the time they may end up buying something which is more than what they can afford. Because in today's world, you are able to get fantastic loan amounts. So, in such a situation, what should they factor?
1: It's a very good question, Krishna. I don't know it's a normal norm and all. I'll try to answer both the side because now, last three years, this trend is changing. Mm -hmm. And I'll give my own example because... It happened to me. So I always tell that it should not happen to any other woman Mm -hmm. because we took the house and I'm talking about 2001. Mm -hmm. So that time it is like if you take a house and you give for rent, you can take a tax benefit till whatever interest you are paying. It.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So we both have taken and we both were earning and having no kids for the first four years. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And when I have the first kid, actually two people having two loans. You cannot manage with a single income. Right. So I have to leave my kid, which is three months old, because Mm -hmm. that time to selling the house, it's not so easy in three months. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I have to leave and I stayed in US for one year, leaving my kid for three months, three months old kid for one year. Okay. And which I regret still that I didn't have a time to spend that moments with my daughter for one year.
0: And, and so, here again, uh, sorry to interrupt, because your decision was not out of choice. It was driven by the financial need, right? Correct. So
1: loans should
0: be taken, which you feel in case in the future,
1: if you want to take a break, it should not impact you, any decision. Right. So my fundamental is to take that much of loan, that in case if you wanted to take any decision like a break itself, or mm-hmm. maybe having a kid and then taking a break, It should not impact your normal lifestyle.
0: Absolutely. We may think that we may not take a break. Increasingly, especially with how the economy is right now, there is a high risk factor on your job anyway, regardless of whether you are taking a break or not, whether you want to take a break or not, you or your spouse are always at the risk of losing your job. There are many sectors where job security is there. But the number of such jobs are coming down. So which means we have to be more cautious while we may think that yes, we are talented, I will always get a job. All that is true. But when it comes to spending money on these big value investments or uh, like a house or a car, etc., it is better to be very conservative and say, okay, Can we manage with one income? If we have to manage with one income, income of one of the couple, then how much loan can we go for? That may be a broad guideline, correct?
1: I agree. And uh, to just add a little bit here, sometimes what happens, I keep saying people don't go liability more than 40% on the total, even the bank is giving you. Mm -hmm. I'm saying if I have a salary of 1 lakh. With respect to my salary, okay. My total, whatever, personal loan car loan EMI on home or anything Mm -hmm. should never go above 40.
0: Okay. We earlier discussed that it is important to have financial goals. Yeah. And you were also explaining the recent trend where people want to plan for vacations more than they want to plan for retirement. In your mid-20s, retirement looks very far away. But as a financial advisor, you are saying, no, even when you are in your mid-20s, start thinking about your retirement. True. Point one. And it is always good. You have your financial goals. Right now, you are not married. You are not having children. So, children's education is not there as a goal. Fair enough. But you may still have vacation and some emergency funds. Then your own marriage or higher education and retirement. Maybe your four goals. So, which means at any point of time, you are likely to have multiple goals and you may invest a certain amount towards each of these goals with the help of your financial advisor. True.
1: Today, just now, I met somebody and he says that my credit card loans are more than 40%. My God.
0: Credit card loan is, I would say, it's almost like poison. They buy the
1: bulk (laughs) thing and they do the EMI on that.
0: And it's highest uh, interest. All put together, your loan should not cross 40%, right?
1: On the safer side, yeah.
0: That is as an individual. Perfect. Now, let us take it as a couple. Even then, it should not cross 40% of one person's income. Because we are saying the other person may take a break. We would like to be prepared if at all that person is at the risk of losing job because of poor economy situation, recession, whatever it is. So, at any point of time, whether you are an individual or along with your spouse, your total loan amount should not cross 40% of one person's income. True. So, that would be the golden rule. Yeah. That's a nice rule to have to get going. Yeah. That normally gives, I always say, a peace of mind and a good sleep. So, that means you are not going to get driven by all those fantastic offers you know you just pay one lakh down payment and you will get a house kind of offers which may look very exciting you will stay away from them if you have these kind of golden rules true
1: to just add on uh, actually new generation is not going for a house because they believe that nowadays it's a very difficult because they keep moving the uh, maybe the job and sometimes so, it's easy for um, whenever you get a job, wherever, you are able to move fast. Mm-hmm. People are going out of physical assets of like a car, like a Ola, Uber, people are using more. Like uh, mm-hmm. even uh, if you go for a vacation, people are using like a Airbnb or Oyo or kind of it. And a rentals. Okay. So, people have started like a co-living, co-working kind of options.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then having their own houses. But yes, I still feel 80% of the people still as per the wealth report in India works Mm -hmm. on the physical assets only and gold and real estate.
0: Okay. So which means a young person listening to this, they should take a decision of whether they want to have a physical asset like a uh, house, etc. based on their own situation and not by how their colleagues and friends are doing. Because if you are the kind of person who wants lot of flexibility in your career, you know, your parents are having their own house, maybe that's a good thing to do. But if you are somebody for whom your parents are living in a rented premise, you may want to consider investing in a house first. So these are questions which may have unique answers for each person. And accordingly, all these factors have to be taken into account in terms of arriving at a decision. True. Yeah, all are unique. Their needs and goals are unique. But overall, you giving that perspective of current trends is very good, actually. It is important for the youngsters to also look at what is happening currently. Otherwise, uh, flip side is they may just get influenced by what their parents are saying. No, it is important to have a house, whereas the current trend is not at all about houses. True. So it is important to do research, basically. Uh, to get all these perspectives and only then take a decision
1: to just add one more trend here lot of people have started doing their own startup or because they have their own skill i have mm-hmm. my neighbor who has was in a hr in a infosys now she started mm-hmm. in the dance classes okay people are moving towards what they like to mm-hmm. start their own which mm-hmm. is again uh, not having a consistent income Okay. So, that also required a little bit of planning before you start, not a regular income also.
0: All right. What do you suggest you should look at maybe one year or one and a half years of managing without income kind of a thing you should be prepared for?
1: So, I say whatever you do, like you can say pocket money or household mm-hmm. income, two years you should keep Okay. It. Normal formula is thousand days, which mm-hmm. is three years. So, I'm assuming two years is a very comfortable... To work across because I'm assuming within a one year they start at least breaking. Okay,
0: so here, Rachna, I would like to clarify. Let us take a woman whose spouse is earning. This lady who wants to start a dance studio or a yoga studio or whatever it is her passion. If she was working and earning an income earlier, you are still saying she should set aside that much money corresponding to at least two years and then get into this. Her income
1: is not impacting her lifestyle and household
0: doesn't need to be. If there is any dependency, whether it is for investments, whether it is for whatever purposes, if the whole family is dependent on her income, then she should keep aside at least two years of income as separate before she starts on these kind of areas, which may not generate income in a regular manner, at least initially. Correct? True. When a young woman decides to start investing... The question is, who should she start trusting? My question is more in terms of, is it only her age group? Sometimes it is parents, it is only spouse. My own view is, it should be a mix of many of these people. She should have a fair assessment. So we are saying, okay, you have not yet reached the state of having a financial advisor for you yet. You have just started. Now, do not invest in something because one friend says so. Idea is you should not trust anybody completely when it comes to financial matters. Get views from multiple people, discuss openly because it is important to discuss these things openly.
1: Fully, I, I think so. You are being putting so beautifully, Krishna. I think I don't have to answer. That's true, because your friend uh, may have a different appetite for risk or the longer duration mm-hmm. or amount which doesn't suits maybe as you like i have a simple um, one uh, person their full parents and the siblings are depends mm-hmm. on him and he has uh, not taken the term cover and he was a mm-hmm. biker and he expired last okay. month oh. so when i met their parents they said that uh, we never knew so they have taken a life insurance which is a regular one which is giving just them mm-hmm. 10 lakhs but they have not taken the term okay.
2: cover.
1: So because a friend has taken the same thing and the friend has told. So I said, yes, it is not bad. But if five people are depend on one mm-hmm. person, for the same amount, he must have taken one crore of term cover or okay. life cover. So I keep saying people, the best part is listen to everybody, read yourself, take your sweet time and decide
0: yourself. Okay. So here again, when we're talking about ask everybody, the biggest thing which holds us back, and I remember for me, every time I have to ask a question related to finance with anybody, I have this feeling that's embarrassing. Am I asking a stupid question? Kind of on hesitation used to happen much earlier. But that is the way, not the expert. So it is okay. It is okay to ask, find out. And please do not think that usually the men who handle the money know answers to all of this. They, if you notice, they also talk about many of these options a lot. And they are not holding themselves back thinking that, okay, I will look like a fool. So as women, we should come out of that shyness about talking about money and start talking. We left talking about insurance specifically because once you get into a financial goal, insurance of various kinds will become part of it. When we come to the end of this episode, would you like to share something for the youngsters in terms of what they should not do?
1: I personally feel that when I'm meeting a young people, Mm -hmm. they normally take a loan from their friends and others. So by the time the salary comes, By second, the salary is over. Okay. So, overspending or overtaking a debt Mm -hmm. is not making you plan well. Okay. So, maybe once you can try to stop, hard stop it. But next time, make sure you plan or budget properly.
0: Okay. So, that is the way in which you can take your money to go towards the end of the month and uh, make the money earn more for you. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So, we will come to the end of this particular episode, which we were targeting especially for youngsters. The people who are listening, if you are not earning income, still you may find that many of these aspects are relevant. There is a specific episode targeting you, which will be coming soon. But please share this particular episode with your friends and especially with young women out there. Thank you. Thank you, Rajna. Thanks, Rajna. Did you enjoy this episode? I hope you got some tips that would help you in your journey. In the next episode, we will talk money again, but from a completely different perspective, and I'm sure you will enjoy the same. Do not run away from finance and money matters. You are the new Indian woman. Why should you hesitate when it comes to money matters? You have learned so many skills over the years, and this is just one more. Remember, you are what you want to be, And the time starts now.